Welcome to SEO Success for Small Business Owners. This podcast is about SEO, inbound marketing, content creation, and more. I'm your host, Graham Knight. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's dive right in. So it's the trials and tribulations of uh, episode two of the podcast, and I was actually supposed to be recording uh, another video for Nice Writing Company today uh, on a particular fountain pen that I wanted to review for my customers, and I had quite a difficult pen to get hold of actually recently because of all the trouble in Europe. They have a lot of uh, supply issues and manufacturing issues, Um, and this particular pen comes out of Germany. And I've got everything queued up and ready to go. Of course, the pens don't, they're not here. So I can't do the review and I'm, I'm late with that. So I figured, okay, better record the second episode of the podcast. And I did a long tirade about search intent, which is quite an important subject in, uh, in SEO. And it ended up sounding like a high school lecture and I was putting myself to sleep. So <laughs> delete that one, start again. And, uh, you know, I wanted things to be a little more informal in this podcast, uh, particularly for the solo episodes like this one. And even, you know, when I'm interviewing people in the future, which I hope I will, because I I think that'll be super interesting for everybody. But I certainly didn't want it to turn into, you know, university level lectures that are just going to put everybody asleep and and turn you off your SEO. So I'm going to dig in. Episode two, I'm going to dig in and tell you a few things that I'm doing. And uh, I'm going to keep you up to date with how those are going in the future as well. So New Road Digital is quite a new website that I put on <clears throat> online recently. Uh, and I was just looking at some data here. And I think this will interest you. So May 26th, around about then of this year. So May 26th, 2022. I think I had the website up around about the 8th of May. And I started tracking my first keyword on May 26. Um, so for all of you out there who write blog articles, etc., for your for your company websites, I've got a question for you. How do you track things? When you put a blog out there, how do you know where it's ranking in Google and what is it ranking in Google for? What keyword? So keywords basically what people are typing into the search box. And Google is doing its best to match the keyword that they type with the best fit content that they can. And hopefully that's your website and it pops up at number one. But the question is, how do you know where you are once you publish an article? And it takes time, right? I mean, it could take three months, six months, maybe a year for your blog article to bowl up to number one. And that's if you've done a good job with the article and a good job with your SEO. So the way the SEO pros do it is they use a keyword tracker, and there's a lot of tools out there um, that we can we can use, and I'll I'll certainly be taking you through the tools as well, and letting you know what I use and giving you some options so that you can dig into them and take a look for yourself. But currently, the the keyword tracker that I'm using is one called Nightwatch.io, and it's fairly popular and fairly accurate as well. So once I have my website up, and it's a single page website. And I had written a piece of content and the keyword I was targeting was Ottawa SEO services. I went to this tool and I basically put in my URL and I plugged in, you know, this is this is the day that I want to start tracking. And it's pretty interesting because within a couple of days, I got up to position 90, okay, which is 
you know, reasonably high for a brand new website to be ranking in the top 100. So of course I'm getting super excited because uh, any minute now, you know, or any day now, I'm going to rank at number one and everybody's going to see auto SEO services right at the top there and click on it and give me a call. But of course, things don't don't go like that. So what ordinarily happens is that the keywords will go up and down a lot as Google finds position and looks at the competition and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, I see that on June 4th, it got up to position 75. So it, it had gone up and down since the beginning of May or the end of May. And position 75 was where it was, where it was. And then over the next few days, it plummeted. It plummeted so far down below a hundred that the rank tracker doesn't even look at it. Like it does it just doesn't even comprehend where it is. So it just puts a great big red line and says, you're not ranking anywhere. June 15th, it bubbled up to, where is that? Position 96 again. And then all of a sudden it was back below a hundred. So my graph, and I'll, I'll put this on my website, the graph looks a bit like lots of camels walking along in the desert. There's a lot of humps there, a lot of dips and some red lines as well. And it just goes to prove that when you publish a piece of content, it's just going to take time to rank. So Newer Digital is not a very old website and it has no authority. So it doesn't have any backlinks or anything like that. Nobody's pointing at it. Um, the only thing that it's got going for it is the content that I created to target that keyword. And I'd done an analysis on the content against the top five pages. So what I can do is I can go to Google, type in Ottawa SEO services, hit enter, and look at the top five pages. Now, SEO pros, we use tools for doing that and analyzing the data and figuring out how we can outcompete the top ranking pages. But for people who have a company and writing blog articles, it, it takes some investment in tools. It takes some work to understand how to do that. And I'll certainly be talking about that in the future. But I thought that was quite an interesting thing that I wanted to share with you, that SEO experts, and I'm, I'm going to class myself in there among, <laughs> among all the SEO, I'm an SEO expert. SEO experts also expect traffic to go up and down. And I suspect there was actually in May, end of May, I think there was uh, there was also a Google update as well. And oftentimes what happens when there's a Google update is pages will go up and down a lot until things sort of rebalance themselves and then things get back to normal. Now, I'm going to monitor this page and see what happens with it. And if I don't see any improvement over the next few weeks, I'm going to do another analysis on it and figure out you know, what's the problem? I mean, it may be as simple as perhaps I've over-optimized it and maybe the Google update now has, has given it a little bit of a penalty for that. Or maybe it doesn't have enough images or maybe it's got too many words or maybe it doesn't have enough words or perhaps, perhaps it's not even that relevant for the searcher who's putting in Ottawa or SEO services. Maybe it doesn't exactly match what the top five results are. So, you know, you can see that the this SEO practice is, is a bit of experimentation and nobody really knows how 
Google search engine or any of the other search engines, how they do the rankings and how they do the calculations and the math, we have found by experimentation. And that's what SEO experts have done. They've sort of collaborated and they've formed models that, uh, that allow us to form processes and have ideas about how to optimize pages. And sure enough, Google always tells us things as well. They won't tell us how to do it specifically, and they won't tell us the rules they use for ranking. But there's enough people in the world doing this that you can make an educated guess. And I, I often find, you know, my, my mind is a little bit blown because there's a whole industry based on search engines. It's, it's insane because, you know, 30 years ago, that kind of thing didn't exist. And now it's a, it's a huge part of marketing. And it's very important for companies, um, you know, to be in Google, particularly something like an e-commerce store, like Nice Writing Company. So I thought that would be an interesting thing to share with you. And I'm going to keep you up to date on, on how the ranking for that page is doing. And I wrote another page as well, because one of the things you've got to be conscious of when you have a company website and you want it to rank in Google, we know that it takes a few months to rank an article. And if you've done a good job, we know that, you know, hopefully you're going to be up towards number one. And <clears throat> over time, obviously, things age and things get better. It's a bit like a good cheese or a fine wine. And in fact, you, you can get more authority over time and that will help your rankings as well. But of course, the more useful content you put on your website over time, the better. So it's really a case of consistency over a long period of time instead of building a website with five pages and wondering why it's not ranking for anything. And I'm certainly going to be reviewing some books as we go, actually. One of the first books I'm going to review is one called They Ask You Answer by a gentleman called Marcus Sheridan. It's a really interesting book. I have it here on my desk, and I will do that certainly in the next episode or two, because I, I think it's worthy read. Um, and I'll also review some other books as well uh, that could be useful to anybody that's trying to rank their business website, just to understand these days how search engines are looking for answers for people and how people are using search engines and how you can match your website to them. It's a pretty interesting subject. And SEO pros, they do this stuff day in, day out. They have systems and they, they generally do great jobs, but it's it's difficult to know whether or not you're going to be able to get a client to rank. I'll give you an example. Actually, I had a, I had a call with a, with a prospect and their space is, an, it's, it's a SaaS company and their space is quite tricky um, in terms of, in terms of what they're offering and who they're offering it to. And I'm looking at the keywords, trying to figure out whether or not I can get victory for this company. It's as simple as that. If there's no victory at the end of it, then, you know, why would you, uh, why would you put yourself in a position where you're going to fail? And so what I'm finding is that the, the keywords that they want to target are very, very competitive head keywords. Um, so what that means is basically short keywords that everybody's trying to target in the market. And because everybody's trying to target them, they become extremely competitive. But it's interesting because these keywords are also low volume. And what volume is, is the number of searches per month for that keyword. So we have a very competitive keyword with a very low volume of people searching for it, which means 
It's going to be very difficult to rank for that keyword, but really there's nobody looking for it either. So from a business point of view, it doesn't make sense to be ranking or trying to rank for those keywords. If you're trying to rank for a, a difficult keyword, it's going to cost you a lot of money, a budget, because like any marketing activity, you have to put budget into it in order to rank. You could be writing your own blog articles, you could have a marketing company helping you out, or you could have marketing uh, people on staff. But the harder it is, the more difficult and the more costly it is to rank for those things. So oftentimes with small businesses, you want to go for the, the easy keywords, easy non-competitive keywords, which have larger search volumes. So it's the reverse. And that's certainly what I'm trying to do with New Root Digital because I got a website which is in the SEO space. And of course, the SEO space is extremely competitive and it's filled up with SEO experts who know how to compete for those difficult keywords. So that builds the competition level even higher. Um, so, you know, I'm trying to dig around for, for other keywords that are, that are easier to rank for. I'm going to be going through, certainly discussing some of the tools and the ways to do to do this, to figure out what keywords you should be targeting. I'm going to be doing some book reviews as well, just to let you know some good books that would definitely help you out. And I'm going to try and keep it conversational like I am now, rather than, uh, you know, forming an SEO school podcast, because that, that would probably be great for YouTube videos, etc. But in terms of podcasts, it might be a little bit... Uh, a little bit dull and boring and a little bit challenging as well. And I'm hoping the conversational way of doing things will be, you know, useful as if I'm in your ear and we can just discuss SEO. Um, what else do I have going on right now? I'm doing uh, an SEO audit for a friend's website. And we're going to see if we can figure out some, some keywords for her so that she can go off and write some articles and get her website to rank better. And uh, what else do I have on? I have to do an analysis of Knight's Writing Company, of course, uh, because <laughs> what I noticed when I had the call yes, uh, last week with, with Prospect was I was going to show them some of the keywords that I was ranking for, which are quite difficult keywords. And I was ranking at number one a few months ago, and now I'm not. Things go up and down. So I got to do an analysis, review what's going on, and try and fix those things too. So there's a lot to uh, a lot to chat about on the podcast. Delete the search intent university speech that I had, <laughs> which is pretty awful. And then I'll move on to episode three and see if we can dig a bit deeper into uh, into some other useful topics as well. And I had one uh, one gentleman record a question. Um, I have a, a a little area on the website which I didn't publish, but you can actually record a question for me as well, and I can dig into that one too. That's pretty interesting. And as the podcast goes, I shall be asking for more people to do that, and hopefully we'll get some participation because it'll be interesting to um, to get your questions. And you know, I can go and research them if I don't know the answer, and then we can sort of dig into them and, and find the answers. Anyway, for now, I think that's it. I'm going to sign off and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to SEO Success for Small Business Owners. The podcast can be found everywhere podcasts are available. You can check out all the links and resources mentioned and catch up on all episodes at www.newrootdigital.com.